1: Tom Burnin is the political affairs reporter with Global News Edmonton in Calgary. He joins us this afternoon. Hey, Tom. When you list it all out like that,
0: I've (laughs) been a bit busy these last few days, Shaylin.
1: You have been a bit busy, but you know what? What a time to be uh, the political affairs reporter Mm -hmm. in in Alberta because there is so very much going on. It's uh, it's really staggering. First off, the restrictions exemption program went into effect today and... uh, uh, boy, oh boy! Constant changing on that one too.
0: Yeah, and you, you talk to businesses, and right from the very start, they've been saying it's been put on us again. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it's up to us to decide. It's up to us to, to talk to our customers about why we've decided what we've been, uh, what we've chosen. So there, there is a lot of frustration out there, um, and then everything about the you know it, it was pretty slick being able to print off your your. Your vaccine record and that but then the pointing out that well it's just a pdf so it, <laughs> it hasn't been the smoothest roll-up that's for sure well,
1: and true because and then last week uh, they had said that the the program was going to apply to retail stores and libraries but that mm. was changed over the weekend as well just not you know one of the things that we've talked about through this entire thing is communication and getting it right and it has been a challenge i think at all levels of government
0: absolutely and A big part of the frustration is not just communication of when we bring something out, but the lack of communication in between as well, right? So you get all these details on Wednesday, then you don't really hear anything. And then it all comes out on the weekend and Mm. businesses are left scrambling trying to figure it out again. So there's a lot of frustration, a lot of questions still. Uh, about exactly how this is all going
1: so exactly how it's how it's working how it's rolling out and 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 in part creating uh, frustration as well inside mm-hmm. um the united conservative party i mean not just the covid response but um things about like uh, the curriculum things like um aloha gate you name it uh, this this burn has is is really starting mm-hmm. to catch fire so
0: we've been hearing for months about discontent at the grassroots level with how Premier Jason Kenney is is operating in this government, right? There was he signed that grassroots guarantee mm-hmm. during the twenty nine election campaign. We're going to be a bottom up party. I spoke with that Constituency Association president on Friday saying, look, even before the pandemic response, we were having concerns, as you mentioned, with how the curriculum was being uh, being done. He's in old Didsbury Three Hills. Uh, he said, look, we have educators on our Constituency Association board who just feel like they have not been listened to. They have not mm. been consulted with how to do this. They have concerns about the relationship between the government and doctors and nurses. Look, there's some tough, tough uh, conversations that need to be had, sure, but... The relationship just turned toxic, and it is—you know—Albertans are rallying behind, unsurprisingly, doctors and nurses. Right, so mm-hmm. they're very frustrated with kind of the top-down way that they see the government being run, and just how big policy planks by the party, big policy decisions are being handled in other words, poorly. So there is that kind of critical mass moving forward on pushing for a leadership review as early as as early as seemingly possible. Mm-hmm. So the the motion passed that prior to March 1st, but they would love it to get done by this fall's AGM in November if enough constituencies of associations jump on board and the party's able to move fast
1: Uh, See, Tom, I thought that this issue might have been resolved, but uh, according to Rob Smith, who was the head of that constituency party, he said, no, take a listen. This is what he told you uh, a couple days ago.
0: There was a creation of not just entitlement, but a a second set of rules that not everybody was being held to the same
1: standard. That was that infamous Sky Palace Mm -hmm. photo there. I mean, you know, people aren't forgetting things.
0: You know, and there's one thing that people cannot tolerate. It is is entitlement uh, it brought down it's brought down premiers before right mm-hmm. Alison and Ritter. but wouldn't it be something if it was the sky palace that was the final oh, straw oh my goodness when it comes to premier jason kenny right now now that being said we haven't heard like from a majority of constituency associations yeah. there there would still be i assume a great deal of people in that party supportive of jason kenny and understanding mm-hmm. the position he's been put in but that photo that resonated across party lines uh, it didn't matter what party you supported people saw that photo and went. We'll hand- What is this? And then the way he handled it after saying, we didn't break any rules. And then a few days later saying, okay, I guess we were sitting a little close together, right? It just was handled poorly.
1: Tom, has there been any comment from the Premier's office on all of this?
0: No. Okay. Short answer. Yeah, they've been pretty quiet. And I've reached out not just to the party as well. The party has been pretty quiet. I mean, they're obviously having a lot of internal conversations with constituency associations as these come in, so we've not heard anything from the um, from the party either.
1: Well, I, I think until the federal election is over yeah. and done, I mean, you know, just trying to, to to keep off the radar as much as possible, I mean, that certainly wasn't the case last week, but uh, talking about the federal election uh, tonight, you're covering the battle in Edmonton-Mill Woods.
0: Mm-hmm. That's going to be an interesting one, right? Like, it's one that, it, it wasn't a close race last time, right? Tim Offel beat so yeah. Sohi soundly, but 2019 was a different time it was a different election uh 2015 amajit so won that riding so it, it's going to be an interesting one don iveson was outdoor knocking with ben henderson on the weekend um obviously tim Apple as you know his campaign team going strong so you know, it's one of those ones we're watching one of really three in edmonton that we're watching that could be uh, really close tonight.
1: Yeah, well, we were talking about it off the top of the show as well, Edmonton Centre, and I think edmonton Greaseball as well is going to be fascinating to see what happens.
0: edmonton Greaseball, I mean, in the 2019 election, um, Jagmeet Singh did not come to Alberta. Mm-hmm. Kind of saw the writing on the wall. You know, you know Edmonton-Strat going a solid seat for them, but he did not come. This time around, he came to Edmonton twice, Mm -hmm. right? The first week of the campaign and the last week of the campaign. So what does that tell you about where the NDP sees their potential gain and where they're going to spend their their travel budget? So it, it is telling when the federal leader, the NDP... Stops by riding twice, the first week and the last week. So that that's going to be an interesting race there as well. With Blake Desjardins and Kerry Deal.
1: Well, tick tock, eh? The uh, the polls close tonight at 7:30. Uh, we'll have coverage starting right here on 6:30. Uh, Chet at six o'clock, and I know I think you guys are kicking it off at seven. Looking forward to your coverage tonight, Tom. Thanks for this. Hey, thanks for having me.